right, all right, all right. We're back. First joint one of April, actually. Yep, first joint episode since uh, since well, yeah, since April and since the baseball season started too. Yeah. All right, Rim, where do we want to start out here? Um, honestly, I think we should start out at baseball because it's fresh in my mind, and then after that, sprinkle in a little bit. Of, well, actually, first, can we give a, a quick shout out? Um, something crazy happened in the NFL this morning. Something absolutely tragic and unexpected, and um, we just wanted to shout out Dwayne Haskins. Um, rest in peace, um, Pittsburgh Steeler for life. And uh, it's really freaking sad because he was 24 years old. And he won the Heisman, right? Uh, no, he got no. close. He got close. But um, either way, I've been watching him for years, even though he hasn't gotten a fair chance in the NFL since the Washington Commanders incident back when they were the Redskins. But um, mm-hmm. it's just it's just super sad. And, you know, regardless, it's it's sad for anybody to, you know, lose their life at 24. But I mean, the only thing close to this uh, is Sean Taylor. That's yeah, that's true. Wasn't Sean Taylor a little bit older, though, or was he that age, too? Uh, I think he was a little bit older. Yeah. But, all right, where, where's that playing from? I hate ads. Well, either way, I mean, shout out to Haskins. I'm going to be wearing my Steelers stuff today just for, you know, just all to right. show some, some love. But, um, yeah, no, Haskins – rest in peace my guy and um yeah we're gonna miss you he could have been the starter i said over mason rudolph until we got mitchell trubisky so the fact that he had all that untapped potential not just that good dude and you know 24 years old and yeah it sucks yeah now it's trubisky or bust for y'all yeah pretty much that's all we have i mean we got mitchell trubisky and and then you're sitting on mason rudolph as your backup who has already proven he can't even win more games than lose with that yeah. defense so right it's just like – I mean, I actually thought Haskins had pretty good potential. Like, I, I remember watching him at Ohio State, and um, I just thought when he came into the league, the Redskins situation was a really bad situation for him. And I thought – I don't know, with Ron Rivera, and he had he had Scary Terry and a good O-line. Well, that was, that was before they got their stuff together on offense. Like, that was back when Washington was an absolute shit show. Ah. So, I mean, he really looked bad in that offense, but that was just that offense. Like they hadn't had it dialed in yet. Like they do now. Yeah. Whereas if he was there now, it would be a fair opportunity in my opinion, because Washington's not that bad of a situation. Now um, they lost Scherf, uh, their best guard, but either way, I just feel like Dwayne Haskins. Uh, that's, that's pretty much all I can say about him. Cause it's like, it's just super sad. Yeah. Well, let's, let's go ahead and stick with NFL here. Uh, okay. So, other than combine scouting, mock drafts, only other real news, you know, we're, we'll probably do like an entire like review a couple of mock drafts in like a two hour episode or something like that later, closer to the draft yeah, or something will. like we that. Will. Closer to the draft, and actually yeah, pick out some players to watch tape on, give our opinion on. But yeah. you know, curving away from that, uh, a lot of trade rumors going around for wide receivers. Oh, let's hear them. Uh, one which is getting denied by the actual player is AJ Brown, which I think is entirely false. Okay, what's the deal with AJ Brown then? I don't know. I think that's just people because I it's I think it's related to him and DK Metcalf in that picture together shirtless. Okay. You know, when they were like coming out in the draft and looked like fucking rest, you know, rip. But a real one is the Brandon Cooks trade. Okay, we're, well, first off, where was AJ Brown rumored to go? Did they say? Did they get? I didn't even look into it. I just saw okay. on social media. He's like, I don't know what you're talking about. 
Okay. There's also the Debo Samuel thing where he unfollowed the Niners on social media and whatnot and so forth. Really? So there might be something going on there. I mean, wide so receivers are moving, moving around a lot this year. Well, didn't I, I see I, – I mean, I, I haven't been paying a lot of attention to the NFL just because of baseball starting, but um, didn't I see some rumors about the Patriots are looking to acquire a top-tier receiver or something like that too? Right. Because they want to help out Mac? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I that's, mean, he already has. Hunter I believe Henry, that's but. one of the flirting spots for Cooks. Okay, but the main one, the main one was the Browns trying to get him to go with Watson since they have chemistry together. Ah, uh, I kind of like that too, actually. Yeah, yeah, but I don't. I don't think the Browns really have enough draft capital unless it's just players. Wait, so where's Cooks now? I forget what team he's even on. Texans. Te- okay, so he's on. Well, I mean, I feel like if the Browns were going to get Cooks, they would have just bundled, bundled him in the Watson deal and just gave up more. Well, I think, looking, he's probably like the cheapest receiver out there to trade for. Okay, so you're saying now that they've already gotten Watson and they've evaluated the market for however long you mm-hmm. realize Cooks Like, they, they, they got Watson before yeah. Tyreek Hill got traded, right? Yeah, yeah. It was, right, it was after Adams, but before Tyreek. Okay. So okay. Cooks out there, he's about the cheapest one, you know. He's a good, one, good, one, good little one. I'm, yeah. I, I but, like Brandon Cooks a lot. I like his game. I like oh yeah, I like his game too. He's, he's just even not in big. New Orleans. Even I don't know in if New he's, Orleans. I like this game. I don't know if he's truly a number one. No, he's he's a number two. He's definitely yeah. a number two. But but the big fish out there left is DK. I thought it, I thought you were gonna say Odell, but yeah. Well, he's a free agent. Oh, That's I thought different. we were talking. Yeah, I thought we were talking in general because the market's not done. And, he, like, and still- he's probably not going to sign till later, till after his surgery and when he's almost through yeah, with that's rehab. True. That's going to be once a he gets minute. back walking, he could actually run. Yeah. And from what I'm looking at, the Jets are talking about maybe a tenth and a second for DK. A Philly. Tenth? Yeah. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, the uh, ten overall. Like a top yeah, tenth ten. overall and a second. Yeah. Dang. I mean, DK is a ridiculous physical specimen. So, I mean, it kind yeah. of makes sense. The, the Eagles are kind uh, they're showing like the first round pick, 83rd, and 101. I don't think they're going to do that since they just uh, played uh, musical chairs with the Saints on their first round, one of their first rounders, you know? Right. Yeah. I'd take two first rounders. Three is excessive entirely. They did the smart thing there. That's another thing we haven't touched on is how good of a trade that is for. <laughs> The Eagles. The Eagles GM has been killing it with his capital. Oh, that Saints Eagles draft pick. Trade? Yeah, yes. he has been. That the Eagles GM has been killing it with his draft capital. I don't know about his he draft picks. Have to bank it all in one year. They were a playoff team last year, so there's no yeah. reason for him to take all these picks one season and try to fix the team whenever there are better players coming up through. Like they're saying how loaded this year's draft is, but in reality, I've seen better drafts. And I feel like the next coming years might even be better than this one. So, like, the Eagles are just playing this smart. This draft is a little weird because you got, like, COVID two years. Two years of COVID with a lot of them, you know? Yeah. I mean, the Lions are looking at DK. The Lions? Yeah. What would they do with DK? They don't even have a quarterback. For real. Like yeah, Eagles, Eagles, Jets, Lions are the ones most interested in DK. I don't see the Patriots. Patriots are probably looking at Cooks. Yeah, they're not gonna go big. Like they're not gonna yeah. trade away like all that just for one guy. Like that's just not Bill's style. I mean, none of these are nowhere near the Devontae Adams Tyree kill trades, but it's gonna be something um, influential. I mean, like honestly, like even maybe like Atlanta might be able to throw their hat into you know a DK or a 
Cooks kind of trade to replace Ridley, you know? I could see that, but I also saw a lot of mock drafts saying the Falcons are taking a wide receiver in the first round. Yeah. Because there's a couple decent ones. Like, my favorite would be Drake London, but there's also Wilson from Ohio State. He's really good. Um, You have the Penn State guy, uh, Jahan Dotson, who all the drop mock drafts have him going to Green Bay, which would be a really good receiver for Green, Green Bay. Green Bay's going to have to draft, like, two they fucking wide receivers. Two. They have, they have to. to draft two. Dude, but you don't <laughs> understand how skilled Dotson is. Like, in any other draft, he would be a top 10 pick, but they actually have, like, receivers ranked ahead of him. Like, I've watched him mm. for the last few years at Penn State, so I know – is like he turned into the number one this past year. Like as soon as those other guys started getting drafted, like everybody yeah. else started going to the NFL. Dotson emerged as a guy that could be a real legit NFL number one receiver, in my mm. opinion. Mm. He has all the ball skills. He has all the route running skills. He's got breakaway speed. Right. We'll watch tape on him. We'll, we'll do. We'll do an episode where we watch like uh, the top five wide receivers. That would be sick. in the draft, and we just ra- uh, and compare yeah. them. Yeah. Okay. I like that idea. Yeah. Put that I already there. just named three. I, I think there's another Ohio State guy. If I'm not mistaken, I think his name's Alave. I think yeah. he's the other Ohio State guy. And then there's somebody else as well. All right. All right. So that's just a little bit of fun going on. You know, besides mock draft, there's still a little bit of movement uh, to the power plays in the, you know, in the NFL. But nothing yeah. as, ex- as extravagant as we saw two weeks ago and whatnot and so forth. Yeah. All right. Uh, you have anything else? I got I got one more thing, but you got anything for NFL? Oh, uh, I don't. Go ahead. Have you seen uh, the man in the arena yet? No. I've actually been watching it. Oh boy, it's actually pretty good. It's no, it's it's not the same caliber as the Last Dance with MJ and his story. I didn't watch that either. Really? Yeah. How did you not watch that? I just document. I usually like documentaries, but like I haven't been feeling it for as long as that's been out. I have not been feeling like. Oh, you gotta watch that one. The last I definitely will at some with MJ. point. I definitely um, will. I have intentions of watching it. I've just never been in the mood. <laughs> yeah, but like the man in the arena, the Tom Brady one, mm-hmm. it's pretty good, man. Like it goes all into like the lawyer Malloy and uh, Rodney Harrison. Mm-hmm. Like how they just fucking they, they acquire Harrison, then cut Malloy in his prime. My God! And then he goes to the Bills with uh with uh God, I'm blinking. I know his name by always. Drew Bledsoe, him and Bledsoe go to fucking Buffalo. <laughs> like uh it's some good stuff in there, and you really see like how what me and you have been saying for years like dude his first three super bowls were basically given to him by the defense yeah look but west though they got west walker in there i know you love west yeah big west walker fan for sure dude yeah, i'm um, sure i'm sure later on they'll have edelman too that's true wait so these guys all like sneak in the show like yeah yeah, yeah. it's like, not just brady they bring in like you know some of the form like they got they got football. um what's that linebacker they got willie in there but the other one um is it uh, Teddy? Yeah, Bruschi? Teddy, Teddy Bruschi, yeah. yeah. And the and they bring uh Vabril, uh Vabril in there too. Vabril, oh shit, yeah. I like Vabril, that. They got Malloy in there, Harrison in there, Wolfork. Wow. Okay. You... I mean, it's definitely worth watching. Like I said, I just haven't been in the mood yeah. for a something to watch before the baseball game goes on. You know. So are we? Uh, 
is that it for NFL as far as because I, I don't really have anything to say other than the Haskins thing. That was really the yeah, only the thing Haskins thing, pressing a little, issue, a little bit me. of trade rumors, and then we'll get more into mock drafts and scouting players as we go. Yeah, we'll have plenty of like NFL action in the in the near future. But as far as like baseball goes, I kind of want to jump into that and then have NBA last because NBA is the most like relevant right now. Also, just because yeah, it's, like, it's literally like playoff time, one, like yeah, one two weekend. games, one or two games left for all these teams. But that's the thing is when playoffs start for basketball. I'm not going to be paying as much attention to baseball because I'm going to be trying to watch as much playoff basketball as possible here. Oh yeah, coming up next especially week, especially so. these these the way they're doing these seven seven eight nine ten seeds, the playing games. Yeah, the playing games. Yeah, do that. yeah. But no, seriously though, um, baseball. I just the first thing I want to say that I've really noticed over the last two days, um, Byron Buxton, who is a guy I thought could win MVP, has looked horrible. Like, I, I don't know what's going on. Like, it's he's not seeing the ball well. He's striking out, I think, on every single at-bat he's had. Spring training. It, I, it, for hitters, I didn't think spring training was going to be a factor. I'm just confused as to how Buxton looks so bad. And then the guy right after him just – Well, I'm, I'm sure you got people who still went to, like, the batting cages during the strike, during the yeah, lockout. Yeah, because is batting 1,000 this season, and, her, yeah. and Buxton's batting zero. But Buxton's you're, you're going to have – every time there's a strike, there's going to be players that just are like, fuck it, I'm on strike. I'm just going to stay home with the kids and yeah, watch TV. Yeah, that's true. It really shows which ones have prepared and which ones yeah. are ready. Like, like Big Ben. Big Ben never time. fucking did any real work in the offseason, and it showed by how quickly he declined yep. versus, say, like Tom Brady. Yep. Put in the time. Yep, in the off season. You got to put in the time. The the work off the field is just as important as the work on the field in any sport. In any mm-hmm. sport, the work off the field is more important than the work on the field. You have to be prepared. And baseball is the easiest too. You just got to keep your eyes sharp, your hands quick as a hitter. Yeah. As a pitcher, you just got to you know keep 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 your muscle uh, your muscle tone and your shoulder for the throwing motion. Keep your tendons nice and tight to snap. You know. Get that nice Yeah, nice little. <laughs> Definitely with your fingers too. Yeah, like you gotta have your grip. Yeah, they do a lot of work with their with their grip. I mean, you ain't gotta go out there and do like the fucking what is it? What was that? You always see the NFL players with the fucking. They have all the weights in the thing and they're just pushing, 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 pushing. Like two hundred pound fucking weights just across like fifty yards. Like you ain't gotta do that as a baseball player. <laughs> no. Like Jesus Christ, what are baseball players being known for? The big hitters, fat. Yeah, a lot of weight. They can, you know, a lot of put them in their hips, turn that torque, and let it rip. Yeah, a lot of the sluggers over the years. I mean, you can model them after Babe Ruth because they didn't really work out or much, and they were just big guys, and they just smacked. Quick hands, keen eyes. Like quick hands, keen eyes. Like look at a guy like Prince Fielder that you don't even. He doesn't even look like an athlete, and he's out Mm -hmm. here crushing baseballs. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Love it, love it. But um. Yeah, dude, like baseball is just lit right now. Like, um, so yeah, I wanted to shout out Buxton because he's looked horrible. But somebody that I am beyond surprised with this year that I've seen the last two nights. Well, also another guy that doesn't look like himself yet is Mike Trout. But that's because Mike Trout just he missed the whole season right last year, and then spring training was iffy for Mike Trout because then he had a like a stomach bug, missed the last like game or two of spring training. Mm. Uh, didn't even know if he was going to start the first game. He hasn't gotten a hit yet. Actually, he's one hit. I think he has one hit. So he's doing a little bit better than Buxton, but he has like all the strikeouts I've seen Mike Trout strike out on. Guess what they are? Not swinging, looking, looking. 
Oh, so, he's, so he's, he's just I, he's just not seeing the strike zone well or something. It's like he knows it then after the pitch is thrown, but he just walks off. The, they even pulled him out of the game last night in a blowout against the, the Astros because he looked so bad and they didn't oh, want him getting hurt. They didn't want him getting mad going up there and whacking, swinging the bat, going for a home run and then hurting himself. So they just, you know, they pulled him and Rendon out last night because they got blown out. Mm. But that's just a testament to how good the Astros are because they were playing without one of their best players who's on paternity leave, uh, Guriel, Yuli. Um, mm-hmm. Everybody else on their team is just coming through. And the reason I just mentioned that is because the guy that surprised me the most this year so far is Alex Bregman, third baseman for the Astros. Wait. He has been on fire. The MLB has maternity leave? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then there's a guy on the White Sox that's going to be on maternity leave, uh, AJ Pollock, after this game. He's going on paternity leave too. MLB's always had that. That I remember. I remember guys missing games because they were having. I guess. I guess uh, if it's early in the season, it's okay. But yeah, if you're going on a run, I mean that's different. Like you're not going to miss a playoff game. You're just going to be like, all right, fine. I had a kid. (laughs) I'll see him in the offseason. Yeah. Like, (laughs) let me go make my millions of dollars in the limited time of my career. (laughs) I have all summer. Oh, yeah, well, in all fairness, yeah, baseball is one of the longest seasons of the entire yeah, sport. They have yeah. winter, though, I meant. Sorry, I, I don't know why I said summer. Baseball's obviously going on during the summer. Yeah. <laughs> um, but they have the, like, if they don't make the playoffs, they have all of October, November, December, January, and then February is usually when they'll start getting ready for the season as far as spring yeah. training and stuff in March. So, season in April. So just the just the point to make. There's guys that look great, guys that don't. You you made the best point about it's literally just their preparation. Like some guys yeah. were ready, some guys are just not, and it's gonna take them a little. Yeah. So if you're a fantasy owner of Mike Trout, don't try to trade Mike Trout because Mike Trout's still Mike Trout. You just gotta wait for Mike Trout to get his legs under him. Same with Byron Buxton, because in my opinion, those are two of my favorites to win AL MVP this year. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I'm not I'm not counting them out after two games. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. so early in the season. Like you can you cannot make or break an MVP season in the first game or the second game or even the first 10 games. First 20, first 30, yeah. You, if you if you struggle for a whole month of the year, it's going to be hard to win MVP. But if you struggle for a series every once in a while and just can't see the ball well and can't hit off whatever pitcher you have to see that week, I mean, it, it's fine. You can come up you can come back from that. So I agree. But, yeah, so as far as that goes, um, I wanted to shout out my Phillies, too. Um, Exactly what I would have expected yesterday. Their bats were hot. They had a couple huge innings. And after the first huge inning, when they had a decent lead, they started to blow it because their pitching is not as good as it needs to be for them to be, you know. And then guess what? They score more runs. If if the other team scores, then they just score more runs. That's literally the mentality. Just outscore your opponent. You're going to give up runs because your pitchers are ass. But you just need to score more than the other team. That's all you have to do. So just if they score, you score more. That's it. That's the mentality. If they wanted to one nothing two one games they wouldn't have spent all their money on sluggers and they would have went after pitchers so i'm just saying their mentality is outscore the opponent and i love it so clemson you're doing the clemson the <laughs> uh the packers uh who else is like that mentality wise well kind of cincinnati kind of kansas city a little bit yeah I mean, kansas they, city, they, yeah. they just put up points well actually the bills more so than anybody yeah the, the bills, bills. <laughs> yeah <laughs> They're like, you score a lot, but we're going to score more. <laughs> I'm just going to uh, score you. The Peyton Manning in an indie fucking philosophy. Oh, man. All offense, man. Oh, my God. All offense. Love it, though. It's so entertaining. Yeah, um, hit, hits get views. 
hits get views. Strikeouts get the get the crowd going, but strikeouts aren't that great for TV audiences, you know? No, I, I get bored whenever pitchers are just, just sitting people down. Except my next point. Thank you for leading me into it. Um, last night and the night before, I did talk about the night before already in my last episode, but last night more specifically, the San Diego Padres starting pitcher who they just acquired – Sean Manaya makes his first start for San Diego and throws a no hitter through seven innings and then gets pulled after no, seven innings. No, no, spring training. No spring training coming out there throwing no hitters. That's good. He straight up had one spring start. That's it. And he comes Wait, out uh, here and it didn't even wasn't even that long. Who, who did they play? They played against the Diamondbacks, but that makes it a little less impressive. But yeah, still. I was about to say, what was what's the bench he's throwing? Like, like did he throw a no hitter against the Dodgers? But against that's the, Astros, the thing is, like, or... he's he's he looked good though. Like, he looked dialed in, and yeah. that's the same thing I said on the last episode about you, Darvish, who was the other Padres pitcher who the day before no hit the D-backs for six innings. The mm-hmm. D-backs are bad, but like they have some all stars that would at least get one hit, like a few. Like they have yeah. Peralta, they have Marte. They have some decent I mean, enough players. How difficult is their division? The the Diamondbacks or the Padres? The They're Diamondbacks. In the same division. They're in the same division with the. Um, oh, you, oh, the the other pitcher you were complimenting was from the uh, wait, Padres. Not the same okay, division. Okay. What am I thinking? Yeah, no, Padres are in the division with the uh, Dodgers, the Giants, the Rockies, and wait, is it the D-backs? Am I tripping right now? Are they maybe they are <laughs> in the same division. Wait, hold on. I'm confused. Why am I confused? I always know this kind of stuff. Okay, hold on. Let All me right, hold up. What's the uh, NL West? Who's in the NL West? Isn't it the Rockies and the D-backs and the Giants and the Padres and the Dodgers? That's American League. I'm National. pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that's it. Uh, they're in there with the Giants, Dodgers, Padres, Rockies. Yeah, so yeah, that's what I thought. So, yeah. yeah, so they're in a divisional game. Yeah, the so they're not winning that them. division, yeah. But, yeah, the teams that are going to win that division are going to be the Dodgers or the Padres. I mean, it's almost guaranteed the Dodgers do. But I think yeah. the Padres are going to get in the playoffs because I personally believe they have the best uh, starting rotation in baseball. I really do. I, I think they acquired Manaya. I think they have the best rotation in baseball from top mm-hmm. to bottom. They have Darvish. They have Manaya. They have Joe Musgrove, who's pitching tonight. They have uh, Blake Snell. They, and they have uh, Mike Clevenger when he's healthy. That's the mm. best starting five I can ever imagine in a, in a Major League Baseball team. Like, th- that's like pushing borderline Dodgers-level rotation, honestly, like from the past. Because this year mm-hmm. the Dodgers rotation isn't – like they have Walker Bueller, Clayton Kershaw going down literally the very end of his career. He doesn't look like himself the last few years. Um, so Bueller's really their only ace. And then they have Urias as well, who just keeps getting better. And then they're pitching like a guy named Gonsolin, who's I've never really been a fan of. And also um, Heaney, who they got from the uh, – he's they signed him. He was on the Yankees for part of last year, looked horrible. And I think before that it was the Angels or something. So they have at least two really weak pitchers. The Padres have none. So like in a series – the Dodgers are going to have to bank on winning when Bueller and Urias are on the mound because the other three guys they can't count on. Mm. Whereas the Padres have five guys who could be number one pitchers in any rotation in the league. Depending so, on who they're in there with. Do you see them maybe uh, trading? Since they got so many, maybe trading one for That's what slugger? they did. That's so what that's they did exactly already? what they did. They had six. They had Chris Paddock. 
they traded him to the uh, to the Twins because the Twins wanted another starter, and then they gave the, the Twins gave them their closer. Um, uh, a closing pitcher, Rogers, Tyler Rogers. So I mean, get, but you're in the division with the Dodgers. You got to get some sluggers, yeah. Yeah, the Padres have Tatis, and then they have Machado. Machado here at all either, mm-hmm. and um, they have Voit from. They got him from the Yankees, Luke Voit, but he he has not looked good. Uh, he, he's he can hit forty home runs though. He's a guy that can. Hosmer looked good last night. I like Hosmer. I'm glad they still have him. They didn't trade him away because I think he could play a big piece if they're going to make a run. He's a veteran. Um, I liked him at his, with his days with the Royals, so he's he's a great player. And uh, I mean, they they got like Will Myers, who's like a sleeper guy that can get a lot of hits. Trent Grisham. Um, like I don't know, dude. I I think they're a pretty solid team, top to bottom. I mean, really? they're good enough on offense that they can win with their pitching if their offense is playing good. So they're definitely second in the division. You're saying Diamondbacks are third? Diamondbacks are last. I would I would say even the really? Rockies are like better than the Diamondbacks. I thought you yeah. hate the Giants. <laughs> uh, the Giants are still better than the Rockies and the Diamondbacks. I mean, there's no other way to put it. I, I don't oh. hate the Giants. I hate the Dodgers. You don't think the pitching, we went to the pitching of the Diamondbacks can get them up there a little bit more? Well, no. <laughs> no. Well, no. Okay. I think the Diamondbacks and the Rockies are really bad. And I would honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if the Rockies somehow did better this year than the Giants, but I just don't see it because the Giants play winning baseball and the Rockies and Diamondbacks don't know how to win. So I just feel like even though the Giants aren't that good, I just actually think that they're better than those two teams and they'll still finish third in the division. I just like the Padres more than the Giants. The Giants had a fluke year. When I say fluke year, I mean that's the most unexpected <laughs> thing that happened last year was the Giants doing what they did and actually competing down the stretch with the Dodgers. I would have never expected that. I don't think anybody would have. If you say you would have expected that, then you're a liar because there's no way you could have predicted the Giants being that good. With Gabe Kapler, a guy that couldn't even manage the Phillies because he got fired, now going to the <laughs> Giants with almost nobody's guys that are washed up that won a couple World Series. Like, bro. I, I just I just don't understand. So yeah, no, that's that's that storyline for baseball is just the new guys. That's the storyline is the new guys. Javier Baez walk off hit for the Tigers yesterday. Um, Josh Donaldson walk off hit for the Yankees. These guys are playing their first game with their new teams. Kyle Schwarber first at bat with the Phillies went yard. I mean, mm. Manaya threw a no hitter through seven his first game with the Padres. I mean, dude, everybody is making an impact already. Nice. Like, nice. I love that. I love that, dude. Like, seeing the new guys actually show up, it's really free, free, to see. There were free agents or trades? Most of them. Most of them were free agents. A couple yeah, of them were trades. Sprinkle them in. Free agency and baseball working, which is there's so so much going on in free agency and baseball. It's hard to keep up with what the hell's going on. Yeah, <laughs> and Aaron Judge. <laughs> Aaron Judge, the Yankees' best player, didn't sign his extension, so he's a free agent at the end of the year. Ooh. Yeah, Aaron Judge, that's going to be somebody. Oh, he's going to the Dodgers. I literally, no, don't take <laughs> Listen, I called this. I said he's going to the Dodgers, and the Dodgers are letting Bellinger go somewhere else. I said Aaron Judge is going to be a Dodger, and the Dodgers are going to let Bellinger go somewhere else because that's a Dodgers thing to do. They uh-huh. buy the team, whoever they want. They go out and they get them because they have so much money, and it's so annoying, and they should just kick them out of the MLB because they're so – Are they basically what the Yankees were like? Five to eight years yes. ago. Yes, the Dodgers are the new era Yankees because the Yankees just overpay the wrong guys now. The Dodgers yeah. have an amazing f- farm system that's going to keep 
with whoever they could possibly need every year to compete. Like, it's ridiculous. Like, they draft so well. They make the perfect so, signings, the perfect trades. They just manage the team so well, and there's so much more. How do you think that affects, there. like, the viewership of baseball? It really sucks because L.A. is the market for baseball all of a sudden. Like, at one point, I was starting to think it was going to swing back to New York with the Yankees and the Mets, but with all the money that they spend. But now it's going all the way back to California because you got the show he show in um, L.A. and then obviously the Dodgers in L.A. And now you have yeah. the Padres out there in California, mm-hmm. too, and obviously the San Francisco Giants. It's just baseball has become a West Coast sport again. So. All right, so what do you what do you feel about um the whole baseball is dying? It's a legitimate concern, a legitimate argument. Um, I do think that fans, only true fans of the game, still pay attention to the game. A lot of people um, kind of lose interest in baseball. Um, there's not you can't find a sports fan that wouldn't go to a live baseball game, though. I will say, yeah, there's just a different a different vibe, a different something different about being a live baseball game as opposed to any other sport. I just think it's a completely different environment and it's just like something that you cannot replicate any, in any other sport. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's why people can still appreciate live baseball, but it's very rare that people will watch it on TV. They would just follow the stats and possibly if they even play fantasy team players so you don't think fantasy is bringing it back i mean i i feel like still fantasy football is way more relevant than fantasy baseball and even fantasy basketball might be more relevant than baseball Uh, which i personally the the reason i think behind that is because baseball is such a long season and Mm -hmm. it's so hard to come up with a legitimate point system so like for example espn the way that they have it set up, like, because I only drafted one ESPN team th- this year just to see how it was as far as format compared to what I normally do, which is CBS. Um, their format is so bad that hitters can have an amazing game and only get, like, six points. And a pitcher can get, like, 30 or 40. <laughs> and, yes, <laughs> he pitches only every five days. I understand that. But do you realize how many good games a hitter would have to have to keep mm-hmm. up with the pitchers? Like, it's so unbalanced. It's so stupid. Like, I hate it. It's like... I always go batter friendly. Like I always go big hitters over pitchers and I barely even go after pitchers. I just pick sleepers. Well, that's going to screw me in that league because I went all big hitters and the hitters don't even get any points. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, it's so stupid. If they actually had a good format for it, it would be so much more fun. Like the way that daily fantasy baseball is set up. Like if you try to play on like FanDuel or DraftKings and you yeah, draft you don't, you don't... one. You don't money. think that's helping, maybe? Or I, I think that's more popular than doing a full long season because you only have to wait, uh-huh. pay attention to it for one day. You think that's getting that you know people back into baseball? baseball? What? You think that's getting people back into baseball? Well, I'll stick to my point where they have way more advertising for football and stuff like that. So, like, it, it feels like people that people that are diehard sports fans will follow baseball, but they won't watch it and they won't actually like go to games and stuff like that. Like there's just not as much of a market. Um, whereas during football season, you can go to the grocery store and guaranteed you're going to see at least four, five, six people wearing whatever team's apparel that they are rooting for. And you could have conversations with any of them about football, but baseball, most, most people are like, Oh, how, how's my team doing? How's the Yankees doing? Yeah. You know, like, cause I haven't watched any games this year. Like that's how it is. But football, mm-hmm. it's hard to find a fan that misses that can miss a game because it's so much easier now, to butt with. There's only one week, one time a week 
for about two and a half to three hours that you have to give to your team in order to be considered a diehard fan to watch every single game, never yeah. miss a game. And just Whereas keep up with the notifications. Every single yeah. day. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't align with people's work schedules because they start games at 12 and 1 o'clock. Mm-hmm. So unless and you then, from home and can have the game on and like just in the background while you work, you can't watch baseball. I you think can, you know them having like exclusively on certain networks that aren't basic mm-hmm. is not inclusive, and that's hurting it also. Like uh, I, I don't get I don't get uh, Bell South or B- Bali South, whatever Bally's, channel, yeah. The, yeah, whatever channel that is. I don't even know. I've never heard of it before. Like oh, the channel of the birds. I'm like, what happened to being on TBS? Everyone yeah. has TBS. Everybody has Turner Broadcasting. Why? Why? Yep. Why did the Braves off Turner Broadcasting at Bally South? Like, what the hell? Yeah, I don't get I it. I can't watch Braves game on a regular. Like, what the hell? Yeah, and that's the thing. It's like not. It's only not is inclusive it the timing, but it's yeah. But here's the difference. So this year, NHL partnered with ESPN, and now on ESPN Plus, you can watch any NHL game that you want mm-hmm. at any given time. That helped NHL for a while there. For a lot, because people were getting into hockey, which uh, personally, hockey is the most exciting and adrenaline filling sport, even more so than football, because it never stops. It is so fast. It's like soccer, but more violent. It's soccer, but more violent and just and it's easier not to fall asleep, too, because when I watch soccer, I fall asleep. Soccer is so That's because the field is so much bigger. It's too. Yeah, it's too spread out. There's not enough happening. Yeah. Hockey, there's always something happening. Mm hmm. It's like it's just an amazing sport to play, to watch, to be a fan of. And playoff hockey is unlike any other. So when playoff hockey you and compare... playoff basketball are on simultaneously, I'm not even going to look at a baseball game because there's too yeah. much to watch. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, well, here's my thing. Would you compare hockey more to basketball or soccer? I I would compare it to soccer because there's a goaltender and there's less scoring. But I think the fast-pacedness of it is a lot – in the oh, back and yeah, forth yeah. is a lot more like NBA. Yes, that's – yeah, that's true. Other than like, the fact that there's a goal and you got to get it in the fucking goal and go, goal! That's the only similarity between it and soccer, literally. Yeah, that, it, like the, the court size is a lot – NBA court size is a lot more relative to NHL. It's the exact same. They yeah. play in the same marinas. Yeah, they, exactly. They use the same arenas. Versus the soccer play. is fucking huge. Yep, they put the they put the basketball hardwood over, over top of the uh, uh, the ice. And if you want to know how that works, there's actually was a documentary done not like a few like uh, ten years ago maybe or something like that. They did that for Boston. They were showing how they transformed the Bruins arena into the Celtics arena in like one day, and it's yeah. so cool. And that's how they do concerts and stuff too. At any venue that has ice, you wouldn't even know there's ice there because it's underneath whatever they put over top of it for whatever kind of event they're gonna have. And that's why those kind of places make so much more money than like a football field per se, because they use it for football and then they can have some concerts there and that's it. Whereas yeah, an arena that oh, they can use for basketball. They use hockey. it for soccer also. We got Atlanta United share with uh, the oh, Mercedes-Benz really? Stadium. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So last baseball question, then we got to go to NBA. Okay. I see we're, we're both already having to chase the Mets. Oh, boy. No, it's because the Mets <laughs> played the Nationals. It's only because the Mets got to play the Nationals. Season, really, <laughs> truly. No, it's like the Nationals are laughably bad. Like I would Worse say, than the Marlins? Honestly, dude, I think the Marlins are a better team than the Nationals. Like, oh. book it. Book it. Put it in the books and tell me at the end of the year I'm not right. Marlins are a better baseball team than the Nationals. That's That's – Write it down. <laughs> I'm telling you, dude. I'm just saying, like, I think the national division still, and Juan Soto is the only highlight they have. The only highlight they had from that whole first game with the Mets that I didn't even watch was the Juan Soto second deck home run. And then the last game, 
the highlight was Lindor getting hit in the head by a pitch and then the bench is clearing. So, I mean, that was cool. You saw that though, right? The bench is clearing. The, the Mets-Nats game last night? Nah, I had, to, I had to get to sleep, man. Oh, so they pegged Lindor in the helmet with a pitch, and then Buck Showalter came out for the Mets, the manager. He used to manage the Orioles and stuff. I love Buck. Mm-hmm. He comes out and just starts raising hell, and then everybody comes onto the field. The bullpens come out, and then everybody's just getting into it, dude. It was great. Nice. That's divisional baseball. Second game of the year, and they're clearing the benches. Love it. <laughs> love it, bro. <laughs> love it. <laughs> So, uh, all right, on the NBA, damn, Rays are killing the Orioles right now. No, but seriously, no, one more thing. What's um, that? I said about the Phillies earlier, I do think that we might actually be able to compete with y'all for the for the crown this year. Like, I, I stand by that right now just because I feel like the Braves and the Phillies are more similar than people realize. Well, I mean, if, if Free can pitch more than one fucking inning before he falls apart. Okay, so that same thing happened that happened to Freed. If you did watch a little bit of that game, that's exactly what happened to Aaron Nola yesterday. And oh, they really? both pitched against garbage teams, too. So, like, the Braves were playing against the Reds, and then he fell apart in one inning, and they just couldn't come back. The Phillies and Nola was pitching fine, just like Freed, and then fell apart. So, it's like those guys just don't have it yet. It's it's not that they're not good pitchers. It's that it's so early in the season. These guys are still showing signs of why they didn't get spring training. That's my yeah. opinion. All so right. like later in the season, when when Freed is throwing lights out like he did that first inning, and Nola is throwing lights out like he did for the first five, dude, those are their aces. So Nola and Freed could match up. And then you're talking about our real ace is our number two guy, Zach Wheeler. I think you guys is not real ace is your number two, Morton. So Morton, Morton yeah. and Wheeler could match up really well too. I think. And then you just keep going down the line and you have solid young pitchers. Like we have Ranger Suarez. Um, you guys have, uh, who's that guy? Uh, who's R- that Riley? Guy? Who? No. Oh, wait, pitcher? Oh. Um, let me look it up because I actually really want to get that right. Um, he's like your number four pitcher. Oh, Kyle Wright. Kyle Wright. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kyle Wright yeah. matches right up with Ranger Suarez. So as far as the pitchers, the starting pitchers, that's my comparison. The hitters, they're bosses. And all of them can go yard at any given time, one through nine. I think the Phillies lineup is slightly stronger than the Braves. I think the Braves are a little more top-heavy. Like, they're going to have to rely until, – until Acuna comes back. Then I think they're comparable. But without Acuna, I think the Phillies have the edge. Yeah, but well, Acuna you know the Braves always, back, like, take forever to get – they always start off like shit. But I'm what I'm saying is the teams themselves, if you look at it from a paper standpoint and the way yeah. they play, they're so comparable. And even going as far to my last point, the bullpen – so the Braves have a set a order of, of relievers that they go through in six, seven, eight, and nines with Matzik and ending with Kenley Jansen. The Phillies uh-huh. have the exact same system in place where they start with Familia and then they go to Brad Hand and then they use Dominguez and then they use um, the closer, uh, Corey Knable, who's honestly, I like Knable better than for you guys. So I just feel like the teams themselves, very, very, very good baseball teams, and I don't think the Phillies are getting enough credit. And we will see at the end of the season where the standings end up, and I think people will start to respect the Phillies more because our mentality is oh, allow everyone who sure. plays y'all, everyone in the division doesn't have a respect problem with the Phillies. Yeah, the Braves, yeah. Marlins, we go under the, the radar Mets. quite a bit. Yeah, well, but at a national level, but the pe- the teams that play y'all as much as we do, we we know we know what kind of stuff you guys pose. You know? Yeah, that's true. The Braves and Phillies have a mutual respect, but from everybody else, it's like, I don't know. But then the last point I want to make about baseball is that 
most of these games have been high scoring, but the low scoring games have been a very relevant thing. But there are a lot of young players that are coming up that we're going to see a lot from here. Um, a lot of the best players in our game are young and they're making really cool plays and just flashing like Philly shortstop slash third baseman Bryson Stott and right, like, uh, India. shortstop Jeremy Pena. Like, it's great. You know, they're just really, really, really solid young players that are going to be really promising in the league. Um, So, yeah, that's 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 all I really want to say about baseball. Other than um, Wander Franco, one of my MVP picks for the AL had like three hits or some crazy shit yesterday. Looked amazing. So I just feel like that's probably still very relevant after one game. So we'll see for the next 161 how that goes. Uh, but yeah, as far as basketball, this is way more relevant because we're literally at the very last weekend. Yeah, I'm looking here like. This is basically the this is this is the seating here. Like maybe Atlanta could get one over on Cleveland mm-hmm. or Brooklyn, but I doubt it. It'll probably be the nine. Hmm. Let me pull it up because I kind of want to look. So the Miami Heat already clinched the top seed in the East, so that's a given. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But then the Bucks, Celtics, and Sixers can all finish two, three, or four. So that changes uh, everything. Fifty-one, fifty, and then. Four. 40, uh, Philly's stuck at four. They just, they're destroying right now, though. Oh, well, no, y'all got two. Y'all got two games left. Yeah. Y'all, y'all can pull right that now. to 51. See, Milwaukee only has one. Boston only has one. We're winning they're... by 12 with a minute left in the third right now. So, I mean, Ooh. if we win that game, we're all tied, right? Yeah, you're tied with Boston. Milwaukee oh. has 51. Wait, hold on. Let me look. Uh, Milwaukee 51. Philly and Boston will have 50. And then mm-hmm. one game left for all three of them. Yeah. Okay, but then Sixers could jump Milwaukee because they had the head-to-head against Milwaukee if Milwaukee lost the last game and, and the Sixers won their last game. Okay. Because they won the head-to-head. Well, they You're lost right. the last head-to-head, though. Oh, shit. I think actually Milwaukee would have the tiebreaker. Shit. So I don't know how that'll but work. Let's all just give a round of applause. The Lakers are officially out of the playoffs. That was a week ago, but we missed it, guys. Sorry. The Lakers are out. Love it. Out. Love it. Playoffs without LeBron, love it. Love mm-hmm. it. Bubble didn't count. So much better. Basketball well, is so much better without him. <laughs> it is. I don't I don't care what anybody uh, says. Wait, so the, the Knicks can't get in now? No, the Knicks, the Knicks are out. No, Knicks are out. The Hornets got that last seed. But the Hawks, yeah. I mean, the Hawks are either going to be 9 or 10. So they're yeah, either going to play the Cavs they, they or the out. Nets. They're either going to play the Cavs or the Nets. Dude. Well, we'll have to play Charlotte. Play we'll have to play Charlotte first. Well, then, wait, yeah. I thought, wait, no, I thought 10 played 7 and 9 played 8. No, 9 played 10 to play the loser of 7 and 8. Really? Yeah. Um, yeah okay, so you looked it up. You actually know how it works. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. The okay, actual okay, official okay. So NBA.com playoffs. Yeah. Explain it for the fans. All right, so 9 and 10 play, to, and the loser of that's eliminated. The winner okay. of the 9 and 10 go to play the loser of the 7 and 8. Oh, so seven and eight play, and then the loser has to do an additional playing game against nine or ten mm-hmm. for them to have a chance. To and then it. the winner of seven and eight go to play the number two seed. Oh, but here's God. the thing: the the winner, whoever the winner of nine and ten, and then they beat the loser of seven and eight. They have to play the number one seed, which is Phoenix or Miami. Wait, so both of those teams that win are getting in. There's just a matter of who plays who. Yes. Yes. Well, the only one that's going to get eliminated in the first round is the, the loser, loser of 9, nine and 10. 10. Yeah. Okay. 
So the loser of nine and 10 is eliminated. The winner of nine or 10 plays the loser of seven or eight to be mm-hmm. the last seed. And then the winner of seven and eight is the seventh seed. Wait, what? Yeah, the winner of seven, eight is automatically seven. Okay. Winner of yeah. seven, eight is the seven. Loser of nine, 10 is out. And then the winner of nine, 10 plays the loser of seven, eight to be mm-hmm. the eight seed. That yeah. makes sense. That Okay. I get yeah. it. Okay. Yeah. So, so that means legitimately could play the heat. <laughs> the Bucks play the Heat. The Hawks. Oh, Hawks! Yeah, yeah, the Hawks could play the Heat. Wow. And huh. Cleveland, C- Cleveland or Brooklyn could go up against Miami, just by beating one or the other. Which means, honestly, I low key like the fucking four, five, uh, four, five, six. Uh, three, four, five, six seats a whole lot better than that bullshit. That playing tournament's just a setup <laughs> for disaster, bro. Like, yeah, you gotta yeah. Battle, battle it out with extra series, and then go play one and two. Like, that's pretty gruesome, bro. That is brutal. So, and then in the playoffs or NBA, the eight seed would ultimately play the one, the two, and the seven, the three, and the six, and the four, and the five. So. Out of the Philly players who is vaccinated and who isn't. So nobody wants to play Toronto. So I'm kind of scared if we have to play Toronto. Oh, if you go to Canada, you can't bring Yeah, I'm like, bro, we're going to get screwed over in the first round. Uh... <laughs> because right now, if it started today, we would literally have to play Toronto. Yeah. Oh, man. So you're really wanting to play Boston. You're wanting to you're wanting to play Chicago. You're wanting to Yeah, you're wanting to we're wanting to play Chicago bad, dude. We have yeah. to jump Boston. We have to jump Boston if we want to have a chance. But what the fuck is the shit with the West? Like they have losing records in the play like Boston plays the Grizzlies too, so they could actually lose their last game. The Boston oh, plays the Grizzlies game, dude. Nice. Oh, shit. That's our best chance. Boston Yeah, that's your best Grizzlies. chance is to take take 3 away from uh Yeah. Boston. Yeah, Boston plays the Grizzlies, and then we play uh, the Pistons. Oh, wait, no, we're playing the Pistons today, aren't we? No, we're playing Is the Pistons a... tomorrow. Do we oh, play the series? Pistons today, too? We're playing the Pacers today. We're up by 10. Oh, pa- oh, they're both garbage teams. Yeah, exactly, but we yeah. lost to the Pistons recently, so I'm very scared about that. I don't know how we nah. lost to the Pistons. Um, but what's up, like – the, the Spurs and the damn the Pelicans have a losing record. They're still in nine and ten. What the hell's up with the West? Nobody in the East in this bracket in these brackets have a losing record, but the West there's two teams with a losing record. Like, dang. So in the West, two teams with a losing record are going to get in the playoffs. Yeah, the uh, Pelicans and the Spurs. Oh man, so I didn't even to... notice that, bro. That's... I was like. And looking at the East standing so hard, I didn't even really yeah. go far enough to see the West. Because I honestly, dude, I'm just so focused on the East right now. Like the Ooh. race is so close, it's like insane. Yeah. But um Timberwolves so, like, versus Ooh, Clippers. I think the T Wolves can take out the Clippers. I actually like the T Wolves a lot. I mean, the Clippers are forty and forty. They're they're five hundred. And they and can then actually the lose. Pelicans and Spurs are gonna have they, to there could be three with a losing record. Wait, if, is uh, Zion back? Is Zion coming back for the Pellies? Probably for the playoffs. That's what you said the other day, right? Oh, Moran's like, not playing against the Pelicans for the Grizzlies. 
Oh man, and Zion says he's pressed the full court, uh, progressed the full court work as far as two days ago, dude. What oh. if Zion comes back just for the playing game and they win? Oh my god, the playing yeah. game beat the Spurs and then they got to play probably Timberwolves, oh. Timberwolves oh. or uh, Clippers. Yeah, they'd have to play the Clippers. Oh my god! Either, either way, really they're a nine seed, so even if they beat the Spurs and beat the loser of seven and eight, they'd have to play Phoenix off the bat. Dude, that's a yeah. You're out, anyways. You're out. There's, there's no way, dude. They could knock out Phoenix. There's like, no way. Dude. There's no way, dude. Like, <laughs> you're not knocking out Chris Paul in the first round, bro. Not Chris Paul and Devin Booker and DeAndre Ayton. There's no ooh, way. Dude. There's no way. Oh my god, what a! It's gonna be a crazy playoffs this year, though. Like the fact with all the BS with Toronto, nobody wants to play Toronto. Like if we have to play Toronto in the first round, I'm gonna cry, dude. Like uh, we're literally screwed just because of having to play in Canada. Yeah. And what if somehow we got jumped by Toronto, and then they're the four seed, we're the five, and we have to play four out of seven in Toronto? Oh my god, <laughs> dude. We ha- if we win today, then we're at least the home team against them. Yeah. Because yeah, if we win today, we clinch being at least the four. And minimum. Yeah. But if we lose today, wait, is there a way that Toronto could jump us? I don't know, dude. There's so much shit. Like we almost have to just wait and see how this plays out. Yeah. And then do like a projection wait, of the what? matchups. Two days max. It's gonna be yeah, all all the play all the matchups will be set after tomorrow. After tomorrow, yeah. I believe so. Tomorrow's the last day of the regular season. Yep, and then the Sunday playing there. tournament will be in on Tuesday. It's already set on Tuesday that the Clippers and Timberwolves play the play-in West game on Tuesday at 9.30. On TNT, guys, for anybody that wants to watch, Clippers at the Timberwolves, 7th mm. versus 8th place for the West play-in game. East play-in is yet to be determined at 7 o'clock Eastern time on, the, uh, on TNT on Tuesday as well. So happy birthday to me. Um, on Tuesday, and I'll be able to watch the playing games. Oh, yeah, it's your birthday. You're going to get a – oh, wait, no, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was going to ask if you're going to get a boat. <laughs> uh, all right, bro. So, yeah, is there anything else to cover with NBA? Or... Uh, I'm rooting for the Jazz low-key. I love I love Mitchell. I love Mitchell, bro. Don, yeah, Donovan Mitchell, bro. I love Mitchell. I love Mitchell. Yeah. Golden State is the third. Is Golden State back? Uh, Golden State's still missing a lot of pieces. I think they lost James Wiseman for the year, and I think mm. – I don't know when Steph's coming back. I, I thought they lost somebody else too. Mm. Yeah, the, the Golden State Warriors are in a really tough spot because for a while there, they look like they could go on another run. But I mean, either way, we don't want Milwaukee to repeat, right? And nobody wants oh, Milwaukee to repeat. I'd rather see the Heat win than Milwaukee. But the yeah. only team I don't want to win there is the Celtics, though. Right? Yeah, yeah. The Celtics. Or the Nets. <laughs> if the Nets could somehow do it, I would be pissed, dude. They're like, come on. Dude. Oh, after trading hard in a way? Yeah, oh, the God. Nets come in and make it, dude. I'm low-key rooting for the Cavs to beat the Nets in the play-in game and then for the Hawks to beat the Nets or the Hornets. <laughs> Bro, low-key, the Cavs to win it all just to be like, what, LeBron? What? Yeah, like, who needs LeBron, bro? But they're, yeah. I don't think they're good enough to win it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know. But still, I mean, they made the playoffs and LeBron didn't. So that already proves, like, you know. I just think it's hard for, like, if, yeah, if LeBron would have just stayed in Cleveland the whole time. Yeah. But, like, I just think it's hard for No, because he we wouldn't quit tampering trying to build a fucking super team. Yeah. But so, so the Suns, though, are, like, are almost a guaranteed favorite. Like, it's going to be hard for anybody to knock off Phoenix. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I just feel like each year they get better, and then they're, like, one of the best teams in the league, and they still get knocked off somehow. 
Yeah. Like, it's fucking insane, dude. I don't know what to expect there at all. Maybe they're just, like, too much of a finesse team. And in the, in, in the when you get to the playoffs, everyone gets more physical. You know what I mean? I, I – I, The refs let a lot more go. It's kind of like it. It goes a little bit back I to how like it was in the nineties. That's a 90s. really good point, actually, dude. Like honestly, that that might be a really valid point. Like that was Harden's problem with Houston. Every time he got in the playoffs, people played heavy against him, and you know he didn't get the calls. And he was like, you know, the only real player. That's on already Houston. started to happen down the stretch. Like watching the Sixers, Harden draw, tries so hard to draw penalties. Like he flails mm-hmm. around, total drama queen, and it just doesn't. Work. Yeah, so it's gonna and have to be. Can, I think Embiid has the physicality where he can last better in the playoffs. It's gonna, than yeah, it's gonna be. It's gonna have to be Embiid is their best player who has been all year. He's gonna yeah. have to be that guy and go yeah. Giannis mode in the playoffs for us to make a run. Yeah, like seriously, which he can do. Don't get me wrong. Like I know Embiid's capable. Dude, it's going to be fun to watch, though. I'm just excited. So, honestly, Donovan Mitchell's probably going to get, like, he's not going to – yeah, Utah's going to get knocked out because all they have is Donovan Mitchell, really, right? No, they have some good players in Utah. Good players? Yeah. I don't think Donovan Mitchell's physical enough. He won't be, like, the – he won't be able to carry him. Well, I don't think really Donovan Mitchell has to carry the Jazz. They have – yeah, he is by far their best player. But I really like Rudy Gobert. Um, either center, he's a really, really solid center. If he's still not hurt, I don't know mm-hmm. what his injury status is. Um, Bogdanovich, I really like him. Jordan Clarkson, stud and Conley, stud, and then they also have Hassan Whiteside, too. Like, they got some decent enough players, I think. But yeah, Donovan yeah, and that would be the way how New Orleans, if if uh, god, I'm spacing his name, New Orleans. If uh, Zion Zion comes back, he's physical enough where he could dominate in the playoffs. But after Don't... not playing all year, really? He's a big motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, dude, Zion's fun to watch, dude. Like he's so, that real. That, that's a possibility. Um, but the only way to get a, get a, get around that that like when the things get more physical is the like Golden State did in their dynasty is have Curry back there shooting threes like constantly. Yeah, that's, that's the only way you could finesse winning just the playoffs. Just be a better, yeah. Just be so good at shooting the ball that it doesn't even matter. Yeah, <laughs> like, which like, I definitely don't see the Sixers being that. Not anymore. Mm. At one point, when they had Seth Curry, clutch shooter, Danny Green, clutch playoff shooter, um, and like I, I don't know, not even anybody else. See, even then, I can't name enough. Yeah, but, but y'all, y'all tried that that finesse shooting yep. and whatnot in the playoffs, and the Celtics killed y'all every time. Yep. Now y'all got Doc, who made y'all more physical. And always loses in the playoffs, especially. That's playoffs. why I was surprised how far Atlanta got last year. You were surprised by that. Yeah, I think everybody was. I think everybody was. Because you know Trey isn't big. You know he's that can't be too physical. But you got a good good bit of B C level supporting cast that can be physical. You know in the system and blah 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 blah. They yeah. just they, they just gotta get they gotta get him some help. They got they need a big body. I I think I, I see that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, get, get get one one big body physical guy. So you're saying for next year? Because obviously that means they're not. going I mean, to they should have done it last uh, last year. I mean, you you just went all the way up to the Eastern Conference against Milwaukee, right? Wait, I thought they had like Clint Capella and stuff though. Uh, I mean, they're, they're nickel and dime, and they're trying to you know they're not they're not going all out, dude. Okay. I mean, you obviously got to coach with a system that works if you're able to take, like, go to the Eastern Conference 
against Milwaukee. Knock, you knocked out the Sixers. You knocked out the Nets. Like, you got to make some moves when you do that, you know? I agree. Once you already have gone on run, you see you have a capable team and there's one piece missing. Well, a coach really of the system and the players that buy in and just add, yeah. add you know, add, add some, add, go, go make a splash. From, you got to make a splash. From fucking draft day. Go, go make a splash. Yeah. I, I guess it's kind of hard, though, whenever you have, like, not an amazing draft pick and you really don't have the capital to make any kind of, like, big splashes. You almost have to sign some. Well, it's hard agents. when you don't have fucking, like, an entire agency like LeBron has recruiting people for you. Yeah, it's it's then the market's not there. It's like that's LA one thing they need. They need to kind of like I'm all for like these players being able to move around, request trades and whatnot. But this whole like agency clan, you get what I mean? Yeah, it's really annoying. This like oh, I'm I'm signed with the same agent as LeBron, so like I kind of you know my agent who also is paid by me and LeBron. Is trying to whisper in my ear to request a trade to go play with LeBron. You know, <laughs> I think uh, that's Ky- like some Kyrie, Kyrie trading, dude. That's that's basically trading. what that's like. You got to limit these agencies, like yeah, all because you you got the same agent shouldn't be a reason you you go play together. No, that's stupid, dude. I hate that's it. stupid. Like they gotta they gotta restrict. It's like lobbies in Congress. It's fucking bullshit. Yeah, no, dude. It's like. I, I honestly, that insider trading shit, dude, like, that literally is what creates super teams. Like, it's all that shit that goes on mm-hmm. back behind the scenes. That like, I mean, the Dodgers and the Rams have done super teams legitimately. Legitimately, yeah. Legitimately. The, what, what LeBron always does with his agencies and whatnot and so forth, you know? Yeah. Like, they're going to take the agencies out of this the movement in the NBA. Dude, LeBron lovers are going to hate us if they listen to this episode. I don't care. Yeah, I don't care either. LeBron lovers go somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> but no, seriously, dude. So um, we'll give yeah. Bronny a chance. We'll give Bronny a chance when he gets in the league. Oh yeah, Bron Jr. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we don't exactly hate on the ball, you know. Even though the dad, we don't fucking... hate on the balls. No, just just Levar. <laughs> <laughs> just the dad, uh, and it'll be the same way with Bronny. We're like, okay, Bronny, let's see what you can do, and then we'll be like. Bronny's being held back by his father. His father's making all the moves for him. LeBron's ruining Bronny's career. <laughs> oh, uh, my God, bro. Uh, so, yeah, we got a pretty good episode in today, I think. Um, yeah, good little week. The next episode that we need to promise our listeners is an NBA special for playoffs. Tuesday. We could do it Tuesday yeah. while uh, the Timberwolves and Clippers are playing, you said, Tuesday? I mean, that works for me. Yeah. Yeah, let's just plan on yeah. having an episode within the next few days as far as, like, an NBA episode. Yeah. Um. For a playoff preview, once the seating's set, and I can complain about if we have to play Toronto. Um, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, bro. I think uh dialed in. Um, we got a good content out there. Uh, do you got any last comments or any last words to say before we hit this uh milestone? Uh, no. Sorry, sorry. I've been away for a whole week. A little vacay. <laughs> should be uh Tuesday regular. Yeah, and Saturday's Tuesday should be our regular, right? Um. Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. I'll be at the Phillies game tomorrow, so I don't know if we'll get an episode out tomorrow or not. I will if I will. I know. No, I gotta, I gotta go. I gotta go bay and help her pick up, pick her dad up from the airport. No, dude, that's cool. I just mean like if I was gonna do like an episode because I was starting to plan. Um, oh, you could like, do one live from the one. Phillies game. Well, no, like a special <laughs> episode with like the Otani episode I was gonna do that was originally scheduled for tomorrow. So I just don't know if we're still gonna do it or not. So uh, we'll, we'll just have to wait and see. You'll see what time. What time's the Phillies game? Uh, it's at one o'clock. 
I mean, let's Happy see if we that one. You gotta leave at like what ten? Yeah. Fuck no! Nah, I didn't know you were waking up that early. <laughs> you wake oh, up no, at no, nine. no, no! That's what I'm saying. I I would do it either like on the way there or like on the way home or here. One way or another. May get an episode out. If not, we'll see you guys next for the NBA episode for playoffs. Either way, right. a few days, we'll have another episode out. All Keep right. it classy. All right. See y'all.